The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. You're in 3D, you're not going to get the blessings of 4D. When you're in 3D, you will not have dominion. So you got to watch yourself and see, are you in 3D or are you in 4D? God is going to use you to do things that you never thought you could do because he's not going to give you understanding just with your mind. He's coming in with your spirit. Revelation gives me keys. See, there's a key to that infirmity. There's a key to the marriage problem. And you can get a key from God if you belong to God. He's calling on you. What are you doing about that? God, we're waiting on you. Here's what God said. Fix it. Something happening in your neighborhood. Fix it. You're in 4D. Words, man, words. Words, speak words over your finances. Speak, speak words over your bank account. Speak words over your business. Speak words over your marriage. Speak words. You see, we're trying to get everything done in 3D. Folks, you are no longer in 3D. I came to announce you are now in 4D. In Jesus' name. You and I come into the kingdom needing a rewrite. This is the way we came in. Now, we call it new trees. New trees. See, we come in, what is a tree? A tree is something that, you know, metaphorically is grown up inside of us and it dictates what we believe. It is, it is, it, if you got an apple seed, you're going to have a what? Apple tree, see? And, and if you believe a certain thing, you're going to have the fruit in your life of what you believe. But what you believe is unseen. That's on the inside. But the fruit of what you believe is on the outside. So if, if you believe in debt, then you will have a debt tree. Is that the right side? Is that the right side of man? Yeah. So, so what the idea is, and we got some big trees, and that can be some pretty big trees that can actually be inside of us that's got some really deep roots. So sometimes when we're trying to get that tree out, it takes a minute. I said it takes a minute. And, and so um, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 15, verse 13, he said, every plant that the Father has not planted in you. God has plans to root it out. Why? So you can imitate the, the Father. See, he's got to get you lined up with the scriptures. And he said, be ye imitators of God as dear children. So a child's supposed to imitate the Father here in the, in the spirit. And so now we've got to plant some new trees. So I just put down a few new trees, you know, in my mind if, that you want to get fixed. And the first one, usually when people come in is the financial tree and they got to fix that one. And that was Galatians chapter six, verse seven, ready, read. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sowed, that 
right, so sowing and reaping becomes a way that you operate in this new kingdom. Now, the tendency is, is to think that, wait a minute, if I sow, I'm going to lose something. But he's saying something. Put it up in the CEV translation. Ready? Read. You cannot fool God, so don't make a fool of yourself. You will harvest what you plant. All right. Now, my, my point to you is, is that a lot of people are trying to live off their salary. But you're in the kingdom now. We got to have a rewrite. You don't live off your salary in the kingdom. If you only live off your salary, then your salary is always telling you what to do. But if you're living off the kingdom method and the dominion of the kingdom seed, then you tell salary what to do. You, you dictate how much you're going to make. Are you following what I'm saying about that? So you can go into scriptures and look at all the examples for that. Here was Jesus telling them to feed them. And they said, no, let them go home. You know, they've been here long enough and they go home and get something to eat. And Jesus said, no, no, rewrite. You feed them. Come on, you feed them. I mean, suppose he came to you and said, well, I want you to take care of the budget for IFC for this year. I'm talking about one person because you've got the power to feed a community. But what you've not been doing is getting the rewrite. You're trying to do it with old scripts and them scripts won't work in a new kingdom. You, you, what God is about to tell you to do, them scripts can't handle. God is writing new scripts in your mind. You won't believe something that is unbelievable and you're going to do something that is impossible. All right. The next one. Now look at Malachi starting here in Malachi chapter three and starting here at verse eight. Let's just look at that. I want you to read that with me. Ready? Read. Will a man God? Yet he but he shall In tithes and offerings, ye are cursed with a curse, for ye have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house, and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts. If I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Keep going. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field. Keep going. Saith the Lord of hosts. Keep going. And all nations shall call you blessed, for ye shall be a delightsome land, saith the Lord of hosts. All right. Okay, another one. Is you get a seed of protection. Protection. Now you got a seed of protection. Psalm 91, verse 11. It says, look at this one. Ready. Read. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. And how many of your ways? All, all your ways. No matter where you go, you go to the store, he's going to keep you. Come on, go to the job, he's going to keep you. Go down to girlfriend's house, he's going to keep you. Say amen to that. Go shopping to get you some new suits, he's going to keep you. 
I don't care where you go, he's going to keep you. Now, he may not keep somebody around you, but he's going to keep you. I said he's going to keep you. He said a thousand may fall, but it shall not, because he's going to keep you. I said he's going to keep you. You get on that airplane and everybody ought to be following you because he's going to keep you. I said he's going to keep you. Sit down. See, you got to take this scripture and break it down and make it yours. This is not written for Jim or Joe or Susie. This is written for me. If nobody else believes it, I'm going to believe it. I said I'm going to believe it in the name of Jesus. You need the seed in you. See, you need the seed in you. You, you never took time to get the seed. When, when we first came here, we were staying with Sister Beverly, but I knew that wasn't our last place to stay. I knew that was only temporary. It's what God opened up to get us in here. So we got in here. Now I got to get some more money. But what happened, the enemy tried to discourage me because we got this place down at Lake and Pulaski and, and show Lake and Pulaski, please. We got the place at Lake, because I, I got to keep a visual in front of you. So in Lake and Pulaski, there it is right there, held about 25 people and, and some of them were fussing and didn't have any bank accounts, but that's where we went. And so we're in that teaching on how to cast out demons. Well, I didn't know demons drive. So I got out. I got, I got outside and the car was gone. Lord have mercy. Now I, that I'm down at Lake and Belaska. I'm all the way down. I don't have much money. And they sold the car. Man, now what am I going to do? Now I'm trying to check the post office because I'm hoping somebody sent me a little offering. You know how you just, just a little offering. So we, we, we check the post office. I have to go there every day. So I said, wait a minute. That, I got to get a new seed in me. I got I to gotta, I gotta do a rewrite on my expectation of financial blessings. So I took 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 8 in the Amplified, and as I was walking those five blocks or whatever to the post office, I would say it over and over again. God is able to make all grace, every favor, and earthly blessing come to me in abundance, that I'm always under all sufficiency of whatever they need, I'm self-sufficient, having enough to require no aid or support, and furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. God is able to make all grace, every favor, and earthly blessing come to me in abundance. I'm always, and under all circumstances, whatever the need, I'm self-sufficient, having enough to require no aid or support, and furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. God is able to make all grace, every favor, and earthly blessing come to me in abundance. Can you see what I'm saying? Now, right now, God is able and is making all grace, every favor, and earthly blessing come to BW in abundance.
I don't care what the economy does. God is making all grace, every favor and earthly blessing come to me in abundance. The last one. The last one is dominion over the fear of death. Let's put it up. That's Hebrews. In chapter 2, in verse 14, ready, read. Or as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is, the devil. All right. Who had the power of death? Does he have it now over you? Nope. Nope. Well, I thought the Bible said in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, you got a time to die. I said, oh yeah, everybody's got the time to die. It's appointed a man once to die and then the judgment. So everybody got to die. But you set the time. Same time. Your subconscious mind is designed to protect what you believe. Your subconscious mind is designed to protect what you believe. All right, let's look at that. Let's go to Numbers. And look at Numbers in chapter 13. All right. Numbers chapter 13. And let's look at verse 30. Let's look at verse 30. Because they have two reports here. A good report. And a what else? Evil report. Good report. It'll protect what's good. Ready? Read. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. I got it. All right. Now let's look what the others said. Let's look at verse 33 and just look at what the others said. Ready? Read. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anak, which come up the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so were we in their sight. Two reports. Down in the subconscious needing a rewrite. One of them. And so what happened? Your subconscious is designed to protect what you believe. So, if you believe this, it will protect you and protect what you believe. Now, look what happened. Numbers chapter 14, verse 10. Ready? Read. But all the congregation made stone them with stones, and the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of the congregation before all the children of Israel. Stop. So, notice what happened. They kept saying, let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. That's down in here. The other said, we can't do it. We're like grasshoppers. Well, what happened? Because they kept saying that, that we can do it. Now we got to get them off the scene. 
we, we got to get this preacher out from preaching this prosperity to me because I believe that I'm supposed to be broke. Now, wait a minute. Let me erase that out of my spirit. I'll cancel it out of my spirit. It's not for me. I know I'm supposed to be increasing more and more me and my children. Got it? But notice, if I come too hard on something that's your promise that you and your subconscious is going to protect you from hearing it, you'll get up and walk out. Because you've got to be protected from me saying that to you because in your subconscious, you believe I'm telling a lie. And I can show you every scripture, but unless you are willing to be teachable, I can't do anything with you but leave you in the wilderness. And I'm telling you right now, you got a wealth gap with the black men, brown people down on the bottom and the other races up here at the top and you're trying to close it and they don't want you to close it. Why? I ain't hearing that. Well, you broke. You ought to hear something. You ought to. If you've been on a road to Mississippi and you've been on that road for 40 years and you haven't gotten to Mississippi yet, won't your lightning fast mind tell you maybe I'm on the wrong road. Maybe I need to vote for somebody else. Maybe I, come on now, I'm going to get personal with you. You're voting the same people in that kept you where you were. Do something different in the name of Jesus. Well, I vote that way because mama vote that way, my grandmama vote that way, and so forth. Well, weren't they all broke? They was all in the same condition you are. And you need to say, wait a minute. I need to try something new. Say amen. Folks, this man named Lynch, Willie Lynch. Willie Lynch came up away with a way of keeping slaves in slavery for another 300 years. He said, Dad, this is what you do. He said, y'all hanging your slave. You're hanging your property. You're losing valuable property, hanging them. Why don't you just reprogram them? And that's what they did. And they stayed in slavery. And watch this, passes from one generation on to another. And I'm telling you right now, you have been released. You are out of slavery. I said you are out of slavery. You are released in Jesus' name. Goodness, my goodness. Yep. No, he came up with that. And that's what happens when you program them. I was looking at the military channel the other night. I look at the military channel, you know, keep my, keep my muscles strong, you know, because you look at some of this other weak stuff and you walk away. Next thing you know, you're weak. 
And so you got to look at something that got some, some backbone to it, right? And so they said they had these American soldiers in the Philippines, and this back in the war, and they had them in the Philippines in a prison camp. Who was occupying? The Japanese were occupying the Philippian Islands at that time. So they put the Americans that they caught in prison. They got them in prison, and they had stayed in prison maybe about three years, and time was still going, but some American soldiers were not invading uh, the, the Philippines and were going to rescue them. But they were dying, Americans in the prison were dying at the rate of two a day. They were dying. Of what? Starvation. Starvation. So here comes the American invaders, came and rescued them, got the Philippines off and so forth, and was telling them, come on, get on the boats, let's go. They wouldn't leave. They would not leave. Watch this. The only way they got them to leave was to burn down the prison. Now you tell me, isn't this mind strong? And I'm telling you, you can be in poverty so long, you don't want to leave. Because if you want to leave, you'll be like blind Bartimaeus. You see a better horizon. You say, Master, have mercy on me. And the people around them, religious people say, shut up, we're in church, man. Don't disturb him. He said, what? Master, Jesus, I'm talking to you. You fix me right now. Revelation makes you a revolutionary. Why? Because it shows you the restoration. It shows you what is yours. And I'm telling you, I'm here to preach to you to show you what belongs to you. It don't belong to the devil. It belongs to you. I said it belongs to you. And we're going to get all the way down in that subconscious. We're going to reprogram. We're going to re-script. Come on. We're going to script you in a new seven-bedroom home. We're going to script you. See, see somebody right now. Oh, he's just talking about that stuff. That's because you got a seed in you that God didn't plant. And you keep coming in here, and I'm going to root it out. Well, praise the Lord. I trust that you enjoy that. Now, again, we're talking here about 4D. This is operating on a whole nother level. 3D is where you have time, space, and matter. These are the limits of people. For Peter to walk on water, he had to go to 4D. And God's got miracles and things that are supposed to happen in a believer's life. They take 4D thinking. But that's what this is all about. Now, I'm talking about now the subconscious mind. What happens with that subconscious mind? It's programmed. You know, when you have the conscious mind, you have things like, mm, something might happen in your arm, kind of itchy, you scratch it or something. That's conscious mind. But the subconscious mind is where something is programmed. In other words, this is the way you do it always. Why? Because it's programmed in your thinking. When you first start to learn to drive, oh, you grip this third wheel, I'll be you holding it tight. Oh, they'll try to stay in the road. But now, once you learn to drive, it's down in your subconscious. You're just driving. Praise God. The radio's playing. You know, <laughs> the, the bulls are playing. Amen. But my point to you is, now 
it's programmed. It's in that subconscious mind. But here's the key. The subconscious mind locks things in and it'll keep everything else out. So if you've been programmed for debt, then it'll keep debt free out because that's what it works on. See, it works on a program. Well, you got to reprogram it. And one of the things that's in the Bible is the new program. You got to rewrite. And so once you program it differently, watch. <laughs> I'll tell you, you always have more than enough. Isn't that powerful? So we're going to take time with this teaching and get you familiar with the fact that we're going to have a rewrite. We're going to get this new program in your subconscious and watch this. You'll increase more and more you and your children. Isn't that powerful? Praise the Lord. Well, that's all we have for this time. This is Bill Winston saying, see you next time. Until then, keep walking by faith. you're not going to get the blessings of 4D. When you're in 3D, you will not have dominion. So you got to watch yourself and see, are you in 3D? Are you in 4D? God is going to use you to do things that you never thought you could do because he's not going to give you understanding just with your mind. He's coming in with your spirit. Revelation gives me keys. See, there's a key to that infirmity. There's a key to that marriage problem. And you can get a key from God if you belong to God. He's calling on you. What are you doing about that? God, we're waiting on you. Here's what God said. Fix it. Something happening in your neighborhood. Fix it. You're in 4D. Words, man, words. Words, speak words over your finances. Speak, speak words over your bank account. Speak words over your business. Speak words over your marriage. Speak words. You see, we're trying to get everything done in 3D. Folks, you are no longer in 3D. I came to announce you are now in 4D. In Jesus' name. Living in the Fourth Dimension, Volume 3 is available in its entirety on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4. To order this four-part series, contact us at 1-800-711-9327 or online at billwinston.org. Today's message will assist you in discovering that you too were created to live in the Fourth Dimension. The fourth dimension is the unseen realm of the supernatural, where signs, wonders, and miracles consistently occur. We, the church, are to bring forth the provisions, solutions, and strategies of heaven to a hurting humanity from this supernatural realm. We trust that you have enjoyed today's teaching. It will change your life and transform your thinking. However, the greatest life transformation comes when you surrender your life to Christ. It will be the best decision you will make, and you and your family will reap the life-changing benefits of it. Call us at 1-800-711-9327 or go online to BillWinston.org and get Dr. Winston's book, Born Again and Spirit-Filled. It will give you step-by-step -step instructions on how to start this new life. You will be glad you did. The book is free of charge, but the change in your life is invaluable. Get your copy today.
The mission of Bill Winston Ministries is to preach the gospel of the kingdom throughout the world. We invite you to become a partner and join Dr. Bill Winston as he trains believers how to live independent of this world system and have dominion over it. Thank you, Bill Winston Ministry partners and viewers for your continuous support of the Believer's Walk of Faith broadcast. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.